Hello, welcome to Just Right Reviews. I'm Julian, I sound like this. I'm Ryan, and I sound like this. So, okay. We're, talk- we're going to talk about two films today that b- were questionable choices and questionable movies. If anything, even for us going through our regular Amazon uh, like Prime kind of... Uh, garbage deep- look. Yeah, garbage deep dive. I feel like even for us, this is kind of pretty deep 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 dive this is stuff you won't find yeah no so okay why why don't you ryan i can't think of anyone better to talk about the crawling eye um so the crawling eye is a european 1950s b movie which is surprisingly more violent than i expected for uh gory yeah yeah gory for a 50s b movie so um the crawling eye is about um this like town or village it's in the, it takes place in the swiss alps yeah it takes place in the swiss alps and um a lot of people are you know obviously hiking the swiss alps but um there's been like a lot of accidents a lot of um people disappearing a lot of hush hush uh so there's this one guy uh brooks and he's a detective scientist guy everyone knows who he is except us yeah everybody knows who he is except for us um but he's pretty much like sent into the town to investigate uh like what's causing all this disappearance of all these people and um there's like this giant scientist observatory on the top of one one of the it It takes three and a half hours it takes it takes three and a half hours to get to an observatory for whatever reason and it's on a mountain that they show like 10 times throughout the whole movie that's really just a map painting yeah it's just a map painting that they show over and over but um spoilers the things causing the disappearance are giant eyes the crawling eyes it's it's called crawling eyes but there's there's like seven eyes and when we mean eyes you said it best it's just an octopus with a one giant rubber eye yeah well nothing compounds that more than the fact that you can see the rotating rotating eye that's just a little thing on this ball yeah you can definitely tell like a mechanic only left right no other motion whatsoever yeah probably was honestly just a wind-up toy yeah um so character wise um brooks is pretty much our main guy again we still don't really know much about him but even even for a 50s leading man he is really like bare and empty yeah he's empty but he's just got all the skills necessary to get the job done Mm -hmm. um just interacts with all the other uh town folk um the professor guy who runs the observatory, he's pretty much there just to study. Outside, outside of the conflict with the eye, which they say is an alien, there is no, like, drama. There's no, like, no. personal conflict or character arc. There's no, like, and, like, even, like, amongst all the characters, no one is, like, you know, really putting themselves out there mm-hmm. in terms of acting or what the char- writing is giving them. It is all... It is so basic 50s B-movie plot that I'm shocked this wasn't more entertaining because usually they're very bad. If anything, this fits the B-movie criteria because this movie's only like 83, 84 minutes. Yeah. And the eye didn't show up over, like what, over an hour in? It didn't show up to like the one hour, 10 minute mark. Yeah, one hour, 10 minute mark out of a one hour, 23 minute movie. Which, expected. Yeah, but usually in like a movie like this, like say, 
uh, the, the giant claw or something, right? I haven't seen that, but, like, that's the classic example. Usually you'd be, like, you'd, you'd either get the monster often or you'd have a lot of really bad acting, like, in Plan 9. Mm-hmm. You get, this is, I, I just don't see what the vision was here. It's a lot of talking in a lodge. No, and if anything, too, since it is not American, it's European, maybe they had a different mindset over there, or, you know, they had a different way of filming things, which, I mean, it, that that's fine. And, I mean, again, even because the copy that we have, it strictly says, like, you're, oh, this is the European. It is the widescreen European edition. Yeah, so if anything, if you just pop this on Amazon Prime, I doubt you could tell, or if it would even say, oh, yeah, this is, like, European or American. But... I mean, the great, powerful research tool that is Google told me that this movie was independent, but... And yeah, it's cheaper than, I guess, other movies of the time, I guess, that I've not seen, but know of, like, say, War of the Worlds or, like, The Day the Earth Stood Still, but it's just ultimately not... I just don't see what what the passion was. Is this a movie that needed to be made? It, no, this isn't a movie that needed to be made. Um, if anything, just it, 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 for it being 84 minutes, it feels rushed, but it that's I get that's kind of the point. They just want to make again as much money as possible. Because, because, like, even if you like say it's for like the drive through, it's for shock value, like the yeah, there's the gore every now and then, and that's kind of shocking. And I'm sure it would have had more impact to a 50s audience, but. I, I I just don't know. It's like there's it not a good a lot of nothing happens for mm-hmm. most of the movie. I I just don't see. It, usually in independent movies, like a really strong idea, a strong message, they're really passionate about something. I just don't feel passion. No, and if anything, too, it's there's also this weird. Um, obviously, huge spoiler alert. But you know, nobody has probably the heard about this movie ever. Over half a century. Yeah, old. over half a century old. Um, on top of the crawling eyes, there's also like zombies. And yeah, it's it's not enough that there are just alien eyes that control a, cl- a cloud that's radiated and freezing the land around them. There's a there's a girl who's a psychic which doesn't do anything in the end and that they revive i guess people as zombies they and the zombies go around killing people they're trying to kill the psychics yeah because because they're the psychics are going to stop their evil plan even though their evil plan they do not mention what, what it is whatsoever and the psychic in question is meant to be like 15 18 maybe I don't know yeah yeah I don't know if young yeah just young younger by than everyone by a good 20 years yes um yeah I, I think it all comes down to a lack of vision really it's I, I don't see what the big deal was I don't see what was so necessary about this movie it adds nothing it's not even cliched enough to no. be you know out there or to be more recognizable like you know you look up bad 50s b movies i i doubt you'd find this one far on the list it's just not it's not really stripped you know it's not full of music it's not full of eccentric acting it's just it's just very like quiet and reserved reserved is a good word reserved it just it plays it safe and i get because there's moments in here where they do tease the eyes 
but even then it's just because again the eyes whenever the like clouds come in that's when you know like they're near and so most of the time it generally just is a fog machine mm -hmm. and then you just hear things off screen which like i'm okay with and i understand that it's a b-movie that it is cheap but just look at the backgrounds for that but yeah the backgrounds it, like it just proves that like this movie honestly really had no money and again like that's not i know they can get creative with it but for like julian said this um era the the era and the how far and few like it actually was because again until we see the full eyes it's like only an hour and ten in and there's like 10 minutes of the movie left so pretty much what you've seen throughout the whole movie is just characters talking in a room and then a fog machine they're, they're not even speculating they're just kind of talking like oh it, this thing happened before oh it's the clouds moving I, th I think what bugs me about it is y y the thing it's lacking is a moral a message because even in, like really terrible movies they usually have you know like the nuclear bomb stock footage or some like narration or some like worries about science maybe mutation the fear of you know the other world you don't get any of that there's no takeaway there's no this movie is just an event that happened to some people yes and, that's and if anything too again like you were saying about the stock footage and stuff that's a good way to like wrap up the movie uh like strike home the message of what you know the director wanted to say this movie ends brooks the main character he goes well i'm so glad we never have to deal with that again and the the, the credits go they pull out some cigarettes and the credits start yeah if it's very abrupt uh, there's no uh reinforcing of um the message but there was no message no. in the movie so it again it just ends abruptly yeah i i, I guess i guess this movie would just be like they probably just made it because they had some extra money or someone wanted felt this was like a big something worthwhile i just is of all the movies that have been like lost to time or unjustly forgotten this one's probably no one cares about this no no, no one i could see this potentially like getting a remake or like if someone was willing to remake it but obviously like a bigger budget because if i think if this movie had bigger set pieces and I'm not talking, you know, two hundred million dollar, you know, Marvel. If it had scale. like more effects, more, yeah, like more destruction, more effects, yeah, like better, you know, cinematography. I think this movie would be really creepy if it had like a good atmosphere. Mm. I think that's what it'll in the Swiss in the Swiss Alps. Like, I mean, they keep saying, "Oh, it's really cold. It's really cold," but there's no snow whatsoever. I think if they went for more of a th of the thing vibe, um, mm -hmm. I think it could just be more effective. I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, 50s B-movies, you either get these, you know, classic horror sci-fi movies that are cheesy, but you enjoy them and the kind of atmosphere they build, or they're so bad they're, you know, fun, you see, like, see some stupid creatures, why not? Here, it's, this is just basically an assembly line movie, it's checking off the boxes. Yeah. Which is, which is a shame, because, you know, I mean... It's an, it's not a horrible concept. Very cliche. No, it's very it's basic. cliched. Although, you know, you do bring up an interesting point. You know, there's all these like fifties B movies, all these sci fi movies that were either lost to time or just you see them on a documentary about like the fifties, like yeah. oh, flying saucers, like I mean I 
something like this, other type movies, they could be remade. Just get get someone to you, you just get someone semi competent, change the little thing, the aliens a little bit. Yeah, you get some enjoyment. No, I just I just give them a purpose instead of just oh they're terrorizing you know the mountains. There honestly isn't a lot to talk about with the crawling eye. The eye does. The eye does crawl. The it, they they do crawl. Um, they they got like tentacles, and again, it's just like an octopus, but just with a giant eye. Um, but yeah, it's like they just throw some uh, Molotov cocktails. Yeah, they just throw those at the eyes, and then they, like they're destroyed. Yeah. The movie also pretty much ends with an airstrike. Yeah, there's a there's a firebomb strike. Yeah, the only casualty is two guys. Well, there's a few others, but like, there's three deaths, one off screen. We never see him again. Yeah, and it, that's, that's that's pretty much it. That's the crawling eye. That, that's the crawling eye. It's I, I, it's probably probably the shortest movie we've talked about. Yeah, and but again, it's of uh, eighty four minutes, and then it's a B movie about crawling eyes. It's not, it's nothing too deep, people. <laughs> I mean, honestly, out of five, I I just give it a two. I give it a two, but that's not that's not like a recommendation or anything. That's no, like, I still want to recommend. I mean, I want to. Uh, yeah, I want to recommend it. The only way I could see you watching this is that if a group of friends maybe did uh, like a whole fifties B movie binge. Or, this is like a movie you would see on like one of those fifty sci fi movies in one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It, like, if you got a fifty uh, fifty fifties movie pack, I, I, I could potentially see this being on here. This this is filler in between other movies. Maybe they, they, this would be good for like a double feature. Oh yeah! If like you had this in the front and then like you know the blob is the second one for something far more interesting. Oh yeah, no. Put the audience to sleep, then wake them up. Oh yeah, no. If anything, it's the blob. Everybody knows more of. Mm-hmm. But no, that's that's the crawling eye. Now we're gonna talk about our next movie. Uh, it's called Survival Island, or as I like to call it, Three Horrible People on an Island. Three very horrible people. Um, the cinematic translation of one of those dollar romance novels. Yeah. Except everyone's just horrible, and there's not really a romance. Uh, every, everybody's horrible. Um, I mean, like, they're, there's, like, they throw in the... The romance is there... But it's like it's not romance. Like yeah. the characters in the movie, like they 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 say there's a romance, but as the audience member, it's it's about survival. It's it's about survival and feeling very uncomfortable. So okay, this movie stars Billy Zane, Kelly Brooks. I don't remember the third person's name. I don't think he was in anything else, so I don't feel bad about it. But three people. They're on a yacht. Rich people was treating the workers like crap. Billy Zane mm-hmm. is a rich man. He's treating the Mexican guy like crap. They never specify if he's Mexican. He speaks Spanish. Yeah, it's it's not it's not important. The yacht burns down and explodes. Yes, these three people end on an island that keeps changing form. Yeah, every time there's an aerial shot. They keep changing the island. So one time they'll show the real island, but then there's like a whole completely different island, and it's just not. The you same. could argue that's maybe the backside, but they, they never do like a good geography. 
They never wide shot. They, of the island. they never do a good geography of the island because the characters always stay on the beach. Yeah, it's like they were only on, allowed on the island for like a week, maybe, and they didn't weren't allowed to leave yeah. like a square mile. Yeah, maybe that. And then even in the context of the movie, th- this movie has no uh, context of time. No, um, editing is this film's. One of its many weaknesses. One of its many weaknesses, and then again, we'll we'll start talking about the ending. But once the end, once the ending actually hit, I just like kind of threw everything out the window. It didn't. Yeah, the, the jump cuts happen, and when you do a jump cut, you imply time has passed, or at least that's what's expected. This isn't movie where a, a stranded island movie. Time is meant to pass. You look at something like Castaway, you know. Time is passing. You know, Tom Hanks, he's growing a beard. He's getting erratic. Time just kind of skips around. Time mm. skips around. They say it's a day. They say it's two days. Now it's whenever you want it to. Yeah, they say two days, but then they act like they've been there for a year, but that's a whole thing in itself. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Billy Zane, who decided to do like a rich middle-aged man look he's got a mustache he's got he's balding he's got a wife probably much younger than him no he's he's definitely like the 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 rich snob mm-hmm. we have kelly brooks are the hot lady who were supposed to ogle which that's the real purpose of this movie it's that's that's what the cine- cinematography really focuses on yeah, and then um, there is also the other worker. Manuel. Name, yeah, uh, Manuel. Manuel. Yeah. Manny. Um, and then so when the boat sinks and everybody gets on the island, for maybe the first like 20, 25 minutes or so, it's actually uh, just Kelly Brooks and Manuel. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was going to be pretty much the whole movie. It, I mean, it works well enough. It, it, it worked well, and like I was like, it, I mean... I was. They're getting into a tussle. Interested. They're trying to learn how to survive. Yeah, a tussle. You know, learning the ropes. But then again, this is the first instance of uh, issue of time in the movie. Um, there's a montage of them again, just building a hut, uh, learning how to fish. Yeah, hunting, and then it t- it's later on we find out that it is they did that all in the span of a day two, or two. Two days. Two days because on the. Third on the third day, Billy Zane. They find Billy Zane in the water. Yeah, they find Billy Zane they in the water. Ashore. They bring he, him ashore. He's they they pose that he has like brain injuries, or that he's just being paranoid, or he was just a jerk. Mm-hmm. But he starts being paranoid, like, "Wow, you two are on the island. What were you two up to?" And, she, and the wife says that he that they were there two days longer than he was. Mm-hmm. So. Time is nebulous. Who cares? Time is nebulous. And you and you know, listening to us talk about it, you're probably just thinking, oh, you know, it's a little hot. It's probably just, you know, like some branches and the leaves and stuff. And they're like, no. Nope. Like this is a full on like structure. Yeah, structure. There's a roof. I mean, there's like a bed. I mean, obviously it's made from scraps. This island apparently is a magnet for garbage. Yeah, no, I've it, them finding objects and things washed up on shore, like that is not a problem. Whatever they need. Plot convenience happens. Despite everything any survivor show or movie will tell you, mm-hmm. the island's just full of crap. Yeah, no, it's just it's 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 a landfill. It's the most gorgeous landfill I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so they food is not a problem, hunting's not a problem, they have shelter, they have a water trap. Mm-hmm. Everyone just knows what to do. 
everybody knows what's to do. But for the next, like, hour, pretty much the whole rest of the movie. That's 50 minutes, let's say. Yeah, um, it's all about... Um, it's all about the three people on the island, and it's just the love triangle. Because uh, there's all this, like, double-crossing, um, you know, manipulative stuff. And it always seems like the movie is leaning towards, like, one character. Like, oh, no, they're kind of good and they're bad. Oh, no, this person is actually the good one now. They're bad. And the movie constantly flips back and forth. And it's... But it's, not, not like, in an intriguing way, not in an obvious way. Like, like, like for example, like, to simplify some of the, the drama, Manuel and the lady are on the island. They, like, he's kind of creepy, but he provides. And you're like, oh, he's kind of a creep. He's hitting on her. Yeah. Then her husband comes onto the shore, and he's being a weird, paranoid guy. So then you think, well, maybe Manuel's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But then they they're fighting each other, so it's like oh they're both kind of jerks. Then he forces himself. Then Manuel forces himself on the lady, but then she's into it. Then she convinces him to steal from uh, Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah. By the plot demands that this they fight and like have all this drama, but it's not shot, edited, or scored in a way to make that compounded no if anything too it also comes off as a really unironic like comedy because um when he when manuel and kelly brooks they build like their own hut because when it was just the two of them i mean it was like a really big hut um but then when billy zane comes up or they find billy zane um later on he kind of just sets up like a own little like shack. He his own. yeah he builds his own uh for Manuel, so him and his wife can share. So pretty much like their neighbors. Yeah. Their neighbors on the island and then them going back and forth. It's literally almost like there's just a white fence, mm-hmm. white picket fence, and they're just going back and forth like crazy neighbors. They are way too comfortable with their present situation. Yes. And, you know, I, we, we, we compare this movie a lot while watching to The K, the book and the very cheesy movie mm-hmm. from the 60s. 60s or 70s. 70s. You know, and when comparing that to other, like, Lord of the Flies, like, those movies have, like, scores, you know, intense acting, panic, you know, monologues. Yeah. This movie is just kind of on autopilot, except for the drama. I think that's my biggest issue with the movie is that there's no sense of urgency. They They keep constantly talk about like finding food and like building shelter and stuff but there's they really have no problem finding fish or finding crab to eat both of them have a spear within what presumably must be a week yeah both of them like have spears they They have fires they have shelter yeah they have fire shelter and they keep talking about oh yeah when we get off this island when we get off this island but it seems like they are generally in no rush to get off yeah i mean presumably that's smart there is no sense of geolocation. There's no sense of time. Mm-hmm. So all you're left with is the drama. And because I don't think it's scored or really, I don't want to say unique, but just, you know, out there, there's not, there's not a lot of pronounced acting outside of Billy Zane screaming. Yeah. Outside of that, no one's really given their heart in this movie. So it's just like, it's, I just, it's very detached, for, at least for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this this was a Showtime movie. 
Um, so I guess when you compare it to like other made-for-TV movies like it, mm-hmm. you know, at least others might be bad, like in terms of acting or editing, or you know, more insane or ludicrous in premise. This one's just kind of in between. It's it's very competent. It's competent. It's 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 shot it, like it's a it's a competent movie. Like it knows a you know beginning, middle, end. It knows it knows the beats to hit, and I think. Well, I know you were saying this before we even started, but I feel like this movie didn't know its audience, or like no. a lot of the movies we watch don't know its audience because it's not it's not hokey or badly written enough for me to consider it like lifetime quality you know lifetime movie no because you can tell it's got a budget yeah but it's not like visionary or exciting it it gets it has some like intense moments but not like intense like oh i'm Mm -hmm. feeling it's just kind of like oh something's happening yeah uh you know i really just don't know what this, this again this feels like filler like this was an off week in the schedule and they were like okay between the gang movie and the exploitation movie we got this yeah no it definitely feels like a part of just like a three-day or weekend kind of type movie deal mm-hmm. it's it's just if you've seen any other oh island survival movie and, and not to say like you know like castaway and all that stuff but it's like Oh, like romance, stranded on an island. It's like you kind you already know what to expect, and especially with it being a love triangle, you know there's going to be drama. Mm-hmm. There's going to be you know tension. Well, that's what's interesting to me because this isn't based on like a book or anything. I, I looked it up, and I think he would be better just finding a, a book about a couple or something on a, on a deserted island. You know, some trashy romance novel because at least then. You have the trash, and this movie's trashy in parts. There's a lot of TNA, there's some nudity, some flirtation, there's a sex scene that starts off as rape, basically, content warning. But, you know, it's not, like, constant. It's just, like, Manuel and Kelly Brooks have sex once. That, yeah. That's it. They, yeah. they, they both have, like, two nude scenes each don't see billy zane's ass though no thank goodness shame um no but if anything uh going back to what we were talking about with the crawling eye i also apply it with this movie too is that there's no message yeah i guess the the only message i can think of is just that they were all stranded on the island and everybody was terrible Mm -hmm. and then so you don't or like you, you know, you shouldn't be rooting for any of these characters, and like they all learn their lesson, and that they're all bad people. Yeah. But as an audience member, we know that they are bad people, yeah. and so since we know that, we're not we don't rooting care. for anyone. Yeah, we're not rooting for anybody. So why do, would we care about the message? Survival Island, you know, entails survival. We're talking desperation, paranoia. I feel like I would get more of that from an episode of Survivor, like. We do see like them crafting materials like Minecraft, mm-hmm. uh, you know, swimming, gathering resources, tracking. You mm-hmm. know, we do see that. It's just not presented as 
you know, a really important thing. It's glossed over. And like what you're going back to earlier about paranoia. Like Billy Zane is paranoid, but he's not paranoid about getting off the island. It's like, oh no, like, you know, we got to, you know, worry to survive and stuff. He's just paranoid that like, oh, Kelly Brooks might have slept with uh, Manuel. I mean, I guess it's like a real fear, but again, you're on an island with two other people. I mean, shouldn't you have other priorities? Yeah, if anything, them being stranded, you know, on the island together, three people, I mean, you could get a lot more done if you just put aside all your differences. And I know, like, obviously... It'd be one thing if if all three of them were together for, like, a year. You know, like Mm -hmm. Tom, like Castaway, you know, he's been there five years. Yeah. You know, it'd be one thing if, like, we had a large progression of time. But as far as I know, the bulk of this movie's events take place in the span of a fortnight at best. Yeah. You know, so I just, I don't know who this was for. And the only entertainment we got from it was just Billy Zane acting up. Billy Zane acting up. um, He... I think there's parts where he knew that it was kind of cheesy and he just went along with it and especially like towards the end um but i don't know it seemed like there were parts where it seemed like he was generally trying and i mean i i respect that mm-hmm. but it's like you kind of should have just known like from the start so okay let's, let's talk about how they got on the island for a sec because this is this, this is unnecessary this is how they get to the island and the actual ending of the movie like tie-in but during like pretty much the whole like hour it's basically any it's, other survivor yeah it's any other survivor movie you know so, okay so early in the movie okay rich people they have a yacht mm-hmm. they rent to the yacht yeah they're, they're they're boarding on the yacht they're getting ready for the trip uh manuel has a girlfriend they get into a physical altercation they're speaking spanish i don't know what they said and you spanish speakers out there maybe you could tell me what they said but he claims later in the movie that she's faking a pregnancy or, and, she, or she could be really pregnant and she's lazy or doesn't blames all her problems on him whatever so it turns out she's a witch yes who has a pentagram on the ground slaughters a chicken and belly dances voodoo dolls every type which whatever trope yeah and you would think that oh because since she got mad at Emmanuel and she's you know doing all these like dances and stuff like that's torture him yeah that's the reason that they get on the island no the real first first though she's like messing with billy zane and his wife when they're having boat sex yeah it it, it's still no no point but again with the voodoo dolls and stuff it's not really clear like what the intention was for that or whatever but um, she's messing pretty much with all three of them. But again, you think the real reason they would get stranded on the island is because of that, because of Manuel. No, the real reason why they get stranded on the island is, yes, Manuel, it's his fault, but if anything, he just got mad at his boss because his boss was yelling at him that he wasn't doing his job and serving like Billy Zane and so you know, all the quits, people. So he quits, throws his rag on an oven, apparently because no one checks a hot oven on a boat. Yeah, at the rag caught on fire and the boat caught on fire. And it exploded. And it exploded. Mind you, this all happens in the span of a minute. Yeah. So the rag catches on fire. We see the boat go up in flames. Then Billy Zane and everybody else is like on the lifeboats in a storm. And then the next scene, they're on the island. That boat was soaked in formaldehyde. <laughs> yes. So they get on the island. Pretty much rest of the movie happens. You don't drama, hear drama. Inane fighting. Yeah. So it never cuts back to Manuel's girlfriend at all. 
so the big the big climax is Billy Zane finds a half chewed up boat on at the you know forty feet under the water, brings it up, repairs it. Kelly Brooks and Manuel steal it. Turns out he rigged his only escape from the island to sink. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me how. Don't, I, I don't know. Uh, fault, faulty, faulty rope tying. So they swim back to the island. Uh, Billy Zane stabs Manuel and like beats him up. They run into the jungle. Mm-hmm. And then the witch comes back, apparently possessing both Billy Zane and Manuel. At the same time. Kind of bizarre. The end result is Manuel falls backwards onto a spear that was very avoidable. Yes. <laughs> that week. Mm-hmm. And jump cut. Jump cut to presumably, we have no idea. A few days. A few days, maybe maybe even a year. It's It's very hard to tell because the whole movie, Billy Zane is bald. But the last time we do see Billy saying he's got long, you know. He's got a beard. Yeah, he's got a beard. He's got long hair. But no, okay. A, a family comes to the island. Apparently, it's just that easy. A family with a boat could easily find this island. Yep. So no one, no one ever came by, apparently. Nope. They pick up Kelly Brooks, who doesn't tell him about Billy Zane. And she reveals it's been a year, despite the fact that she doesn't look much different. I mean, I guess they kind of imply... She has whiskers from one of the shots. Maybe. Maybe. So apparently she was with crazy Billy Zane for an eye for a year. That that sounds like that'd be interesting. Yeah, that could have been a whole movie in itself. But uh if anything, um she befriends the family, family takes her on their boat, and then uh Billy Zane's just kind of in the water like B- Billy Zane was like fishing for uh well, getting food, fish, and uh he sees her leave and then he He's not really mad. He, he's just he's just like, hey, like, hey, where are you going? And like, he just accepts That's, it. She shakes her head and the movie ends. Yeah, shakes her head and the movie ends. Good for her. Yeah, but Girl again, power. Yeah, it. But again, like she she starts off. Like, the real problem with the movie, I think, is her, because Manuel and Billy Zane, they both they're doing their parts well. The problem is that like she I, she's a. I, I can't tell if she's supposed to be like a Lady Macbeth manipulating both men or if she's just supposed to be an idiot. Because she starts off just kind of as the rich person, rich guy's wife, trophy wife, you know, showing off her TNA, not really intelligent, not doing it. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't hunt. She doesn't build anything, really. And then all of a sudden she's telling Manuel, like, bro, let's like, let's steal the boat. Yeah, let's steal the boat. While all the while, all the while... Uh, she's looking at Billy Zane, like, at him telling Manuel this, and Billy Zane is, like, looking back, and he's just seeing everything. He's smoking. Yeah, he's smoking. Um, so, I don't know. It's, yeah, like... It's a weird change. Again, it's a lot of double-crossing and stuff. And it's, like, again, everyone is bad in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, bad, like, morally bad. It's, like, everyone's just, it's... They're, They're unlikable. Yeah, they're all unlikable. They all have their problems. Outside of maybe like fan like TNA fan service, seeing some hot people on an island, I don't get the enjoyment factor. Maybe it would have worked better as a book with like narration, monologue, you know, thing more character insight. As it is, it's just basically love triangle on an island. Love, very non interesting love love triangle on an island. 
I think it could be interesting if the movie decided because I I like the idea of narration, but if also if the movie just solely focused on one character and uh, the other two were mostly just like supporting, you can still have the love triangle, but again, just like have it centered on oh Manuel really wants to escape the island or Billy Zane really wants to escape the island like more so, um, and then maybe it could become more of a character study and mm-hmm. and have more interesting like bigger issues to say mm-hmm. but they just went the love triangle showtime mm-hmm. drama route well you know we, we talked about with with the big hit how that movie felt like one of the one of the movies filmed in boogie nights mm-hmm. this could have easily been one of those movies filmed in boogie nights we're just oh, seeing yeah. all we're seeing all the non-sex yeah because <laughs> it, it's it's about as interesting as it could be i suppose no, I mean, it's, I mean, I wasn't having a bad time watching it. Like, I mean, I, I was entertained, it, it, but it's not, I was expecting kind of more over the top, and it still played itself seriously, I, the most over the it top it got. It played itself too straight for its own good. Yeah, the mo- again, the most over the top was just, there were moments where Billy Zane, like, yelled. He ran. He he ran. That was the most exciting part because uh, he had the spear in his hand, and I thought he was going to throw it at Manuel, but it didn't happen. He did. He did. Uh, not in that scene, though. Not it was. Scene. It was. It was the a scene later, later scene. on. Yeah, it was a later scene. Out of five, I can't hate this movie. I just can't muster up feelings for it. So two again. Yeah, I might. I might go two light, two and a half. Um, I. It was more entertaining than crawling eye but it's, it's not bad in any production sense any acting sense really it's just kind of tepid lukewarm again it, i see this obviously it is it is a showtime movie so it would be on showtime but i could also see this maybe like in the pre-owned section at blockbuster like 2005 red box red box i, I think that's where it belongs yeah Easy to access, but no one's going to pick it up. No. I mean, Everybody got paid. They, the ev- People, the crew, you know, they got done what they needed to do. My, my headcanon for this is maybe just something opened up in the schedule, and they were like, we have this script, let's go with it. Yeah, again, that's pretty much what I see, too. So I think the big takeaway from... You know, what, what did we learn? <laughs> Basically, um, if you're going to make a movie... Have a message? Have, have a vision. Have something you want to say or do. You can say... Uh, you can take a like conventional genre, like a B-movie. Or, or an island survival. Or an island survival movie. But just, yeah, have your vision, have a message, and just try and say it in an interesting way that hasn't been done before. Yeah. If you want to play it safe, fine. But have your message like be more impactful. Mm-hmm. Or, or just have a style, like have a unique vision. With genres as hollowed out and known as these two, where like we could beat for beat explain the story before we even saw it, you know, you need to have something to stand out, whether it be a really bad effect that we're going to talk about for a long time after, or really insane bombastic emotions in our acting. But without those... They're just kind of they're shelf warmers. Yeah, they're we're not going to talk about these films really ever again. No, it it'll come up in like one conversation. We'll say, oh hey, that one line or that one scene, and but again, that's it. Even at a store, if these were just sitting on a shelf at a store, it's just 
it's a filler space. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I, I looked at I picked up the, the Crawling Eye. It has an interesting case, but... It does have a cool cover. But it's, you know, it's it's a false promise. Yeah, but, I and again, that's not... If I saw it on Amazon Prime with, like, a trailer, I doubt we would have touched it. But, but again, if anything, that's, like, the whole gimmick of the B-movie is that it's supposed to have, like, a... Not not cringy, but, like, a gimmicky title. Um, kind a crazy of, monster. Cra- crazy monster. Cool, I don't know, poster design. It's almost like... Uh, the monster in Crawling Eye was interchangeable. You could have made it anything. Oh, it it could have been anything, yeah. It could have been a crawling foot. Yeah. Or a hand or something. Um but yeah, just ha- have a have a message. It's just dra- drive the message home whatever you feel like is important or what you want to say mm-hmm. and just say it in a unique way. Yeah. Just do that. And if anything, I feel like this kind of maybe the first time where, I mean, usually all the movies we talk about, they're kind of a lot of, like, polar opposites. But I feel like this is maybe the first time where it's, like, they're... They produce the same they, feeling. Yeah, they produce the same feeling. Which I was going to say, that doesn't really happen a lot. No. I, the only way I would ever recommend you watch either of these is if you were, like, binging. Yeah, 50s sci-fi movie binge or just island romance It's just one to be, like... I want to watch like twenty movies in a day. These are short. Yeah, you might get something out. Of yeah, them. they get the they fall get asleep. the job done. Yeah, no, I yeah, a lot of it's false advertising, but I mean that's that's the joy of marketing. That's how they get you. Mm-hmm. And if anything, that's like they did their job. But yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you all next time.